another episode of the Downsize with Style podcast to help you create a happy home and refine your apartment lifestyle. My name is Bettina. I'm an interior stylist and passionate about color, interiors and design writing and author of Downsize with Style. Today is a very special day as I would like to introduce you to Sally Hart, who will be co-hosting this podcast with me. Sally is a storage designer and you may have heard about her if you have listened to our episode number 19 from November um, last year about storage design and how to get it right before moving. Sally will uh, join me from now on and contribute with her knowledge and tips to make your life easier when downsizing. To start with and to introduce herself, she will share her unique downsizing story with you today. I'm truly looking forward to this cooperation and hope we will come up with more awesome content for our listeners from all over the world. I uh, would like to share some statistics with you, um, which came out recently from the podcast. So the majority of the listeners um, come from Australia, followed by the USA, Canada, the UK, Denmark, Germany, India and the Philippines. So thank you to all of you. Uh, for listening to uh, the Downsize with Style podcast. Um, we would love to hear from you, of course, so you can connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. So our Facebook um, pages are um, www.facebook.com slash downsizewithstyle and for Sally it's slash company. And um, the Twitter handles are, uh, mine is uh, twitter.com slash design, and Sally's is twitter.com clevercloset.co. <laughs> so C-O at the end. <laughs> so yeah, let's get right into our first joint episode. Welcome, Sally. How are you today? Thank you very much, Bettina. I am very well, and thank you so much for having me on your join you in your podcast. I hope that I'll be able to bring some beneficial yeah. tips to your audience or our audience. Yeah. So um, you you told me that you yourself um, have a downsizing story to share, which is quite interesting because it's not about moving into a smaller space, but about creating new spaces in your existing home. So maybe tell us a bit about that so that the listeners get to know you a bit better. Okay. Well, my story, um, it's I guess the setting is uh, uh, rural Sydney, so just in the outskirts of Sydney. Um, it's only really about 45-minute drive from the centre of Sydney out of traffic, um, but it's a very beautiful location. Um, I'm on five acres um, it's extremely beautiful. I have my own valley, no neighbors. Um, I'm completely surrounded by reserve, and it's a very beautiful location. And um, it's a property that um, my children have been raised in, and um, I, it turned out it was a very large home, and basically all of a sudden I found myself a single parent with quite a lot of choices um, that I had to make because running a large property with now, orchard, vegetable gardens, chickens, dogs, mm. and a lot of tree lopping. Um, I guess I was faced with quite a lot of choices as to how I was going to manage that size home <coughs> and the property. Mm. And the children. <laughs> and the children. Yes. That's right. Yeah. So um, what did you then decide to do to sort this out? <laughs> well, um I guess the thing was I, I considered 
the assets I had and I consulted because basically I was in a, I was in a, a bit of a dilemma. Um, my husband had disappeared for want of a better word and my accountant basically told me I really needed to sell the property because I really couldn't afford to keep it. Um, that wasn't something that I wanted to do because my children and I had discussed our options and uh, between the three of us we were all very attached to the property. Mm. Um, so I thought, okay, well, let's look at the assets that we have here and how we can use them. Rather than selling what we have, what can we do to work within it? So uh, basically the kids, um, we, we, we had a family discussion and the property is a little bit unusual because it's, it's very, the house itself is a three level, uh, split level home on a slope. And effectively one story of it is on the ground. Um, and the other part of it is, is sort of a two story building and it's all connected. And the, the very top story originally was, um, three bedrooms, a playroom and a laundry. Um, the second story was the main bedroom, master bedroom, um, bathroom and a study. And years ago, we'd converted the lower section, which was originally a basement, into a living area because it's beautiful and cool. It looks out over the north and out over this beautiful billabong, and that had a spare bedroom with a bathroom in it. So um, basically what happened was the kids and I decided which parts of the house – well, we, we thought about what we could do. And I decided that I needed either help to come in and take over some of the work on the property or maybe I could take an income from part of the house. Mm. We didn't really want to live with another person because obviously we're quite um, – we love the fact that it's so private. It's one of the beautiful things of the property. Um, you know, so I, I guess I thought about my design skills and thought, well, there's no real reason why this house can't be divided into two houses the great thing about that is because um, it isn't literally converting anything to a separate dwelling, there were no council requirements. All I needed to do was, you know, it, it's not officially a granny flat, but it is certainly functioning as a as granny a, flat. Mm. What I did was um, section off the top part um, and um, converted a couple of things in there put in a bathroom in, where there was an old walk-in wardrobe and um, there was a separate entrance to that part of the house. So that's fantastic because basically the, that part of the house faces southwest and the rest of the property is all facing northeast. So there's no real issue of privacy. Mm. And um, basically um, it's a fantastic place for a person to live and I've had a number of people come in there and... Um, whether they help me out financially or whether they help me out on the property, it's actually saved me um, and um, it's worked really, really well. So it's basically the entry level is, is that separate granny flat yeah. part and then on the slope downstairs is sort of where yes. you are now. Yes, so it, yeah, does, it, it, is, it yeah. is a home that nobody really knows where the front door where is. Where the front door is. It is one of those homes, but in fact it was always one of those homes because but it being on a property it doesn't matter basically yeah. there's about 15 entrances to the house so mm. um yeah so it is it's fantastic because yeah it's it's the granny flat itself is effectively um one side of the house on its own level and yeah. it's but and yet it's on the ground level as well so is there now someone 
con- uh, living there um, for a longer time or you rent it out or how yeah, is that's that? Right. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, right. Over the time, <laughs> I've had a few people come and rent it. In fact, mm-hmm. right at the moment, my current tenant is moving out, unfortunately, because she's been transferred. But I have someone else that's been waiting to move oh, in there. Um, there's a wait year. list. Oh, there that's is, great. There is a wait list. There's been someone waiting a year. So as soon as my current tenant said she had to go, um, all it was was a phone call and um, and someone's ready to move in. So that's worked out brilliantly. So, yes, um, they help me out financially. But also, um, you know, I've had some people come that just help me um, with working around the property because there's mm. a lot of work and then that frees me up to get on and do the things that I need. Or mm. they might have helped me out with the children. So mm-hmm. um, it's a significant contribution um, and it's really made a difference. And basically... Um, all I had to do other than that was um, convert a small section of the living room, which was a really large living room downstairs, into a room for my daughter to create an extra bedroom downstairs. Yeah. And because I didn't want to make this a long-term permanent alteration to the property, um, I actually just used my clever skills with tradesmen and had them build um, an MDF partition wall um, and rather than use any studs and that sort of thing, we've just fixed it with aluminium channel at the roof, at the ceiling and on the floor and mm. um, put in framework for a doorway and it's fantastic. So for us to be able it, to remove that, yeah, we don't easy. even have to repaint. I mean, there might be a couple of holes. <laughs> might be a couple of holes where the channel's yeah. gone in, but that worked out really well. So it's, I guess the downsizing story there is... You know, there are plenty of people who go through changes in their life, whether they Mm. lose a partner, become divorced or whatever, their kids move out or anything like that. And you don't necessarily, I mean, I certainly didn't want a five to six bedroom home. I didn't want to have to clean it. Um, and I needed an income and, mm. you know, I think that there are a lot of homes there that, you know, I, you know, I've got friends going through similar things and, you know, I look at the home and I just think, you know, you could really divide this house quite easily. Mm. It doesn't have to be the same layout obviously as mine, but I mean, there's so many homes with a number of bathrooms yeah. and, um, you know, you, you, bedrooms, a lot of bedrooms mm. are very generous size mm. and in Sydney, yeah, there's it's, quite it's, a shortage of rental accommodation. Exactly. So mm. there are many advantages to mm, it. Mm. Yeah, I know here from our area there's homes where, like, the parents still live in the home, in the basement basically, and two um, levels upstairs it's empty for years now. Yeah. yeah and there's, right. it's, it's massive, the house, and they could there's other people who are looking to rent or finding a place, and, yeah, it's kind of... yeah. Some That's people, right. they have problems, they don't want to sell their home, but instead of doing something about it, they, they just leave it empty, you know. And then on the other hand, we have all these issues. We, we build apartments everywhere because we need more... Um, accommodation for for people you know yeah that's right i mean and i mean not all the downsizers are 70 or 80 who might be ill or need to go to a um, aged care facility if you people in their 50s think about all the kids out of the house or like in your case one of your children is has moved out and the other is still there or then yeah you don't have to always sell the home well, maybe you, know, you could, depending on how the property is laid out, you know, if you can. Well, create. I think that using a little bit of imagination on that is mm. really worth it because also when you look at it financially, um, I, you know, I, I put in all I had to do was convert a the old laundry into a kitchen, 
um, mm. and put in a bathroom where there was a walk-in wardrobe. Mm. I put in a double-sided cabinet to at the hallway to divide the two. Divider, to, yeah. To, to, to create a divider. Mm. Um, and then I needed to just put in an extra laundry downstairs somewhere for me, which I could do in the garage, and then the little dividing wall, you know, to create an extra bedroom. I managed to do all of that for twenty five thousand mm. um, dollars. That's paid for. That paid for itself in a year. Mm. Um, and and that's also a really good argument why people should maybe talk to a designer. Both because true. often people don't have the imagination. They can't visualize what they can do, and, and they say, "Oh no, designers they." too expensive, they come, they do stuff I don't want, but they don't see the potential in talking to someone. Well, that's true. I mean, you know, like you, for example, as a storage designer, but there's any interior designer can come up with, with ideas and help them, like what you did seeing these things, you know, saying you could do this and that. And so and then right. people may think, oh, that's all too hard and I have to sell the property. And then they get depressed about it because they don't want to sell the property. It's this whole thing because they don't really go through all the options they have, you know. And I think that's right. I know that um, when I'm doing designs for clients, you know, if you're a designer, you kind of take it for granted that it's obvious that, you know, you, you kind of see things from what's called the haptic view where you see yeah. things from above and you can actually see a building and you can see, you know, how it could be altered relatively easily mm. and you assume everybody's the same. But that's really not necessarily mm. the case. I know a lot of my clients, they just they cannot visualize um, they can't mm. imagine um, alternative layouts. And, yeah, look, I mean, it's really quite incredible. I mean, when I did that renovation, the builder just couldn't believe how little it took to actually convert that part of the house to a really great mm. layout. There were actually a couple of options we could have gone with. And, I mean, one, I had a preference for a different one, um, which would have required moving one wall, and it would have been absolutely fantastic, but it really wasn't worth it. And mm. when it comes to um, doing something like that, The, the tenants that came into the place were just amazed at what a beautiful, you know, place it is to live. I mean, it's beautiful outside, but even the granny flat is fantastic. And, you know, to me, I thought, oh, wow, I'm really pleased they think it's so fantastic. But I didn't realize how little there is out there that's available either, mm. you know. Mm. And if you've got, you know, there are a lot of people, um, as we said, on large properties. Well, when I say large properties, in suburban you know, large homes, mm. and they'll be in the same situation. They've had a beautiful lifestyle. The home is actually really beautiful, but it's just too big for them. Mm. And they might, you know, like in our case, we didn't want to leave the garden and we didn't want, we wanted to have, we've got the fences set up well for the dogs and, mm. you know, we're really attached to the place. So, um, and, you know, selling a house, you've got all that stamp duty and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I think it's a great yeah, way to go. That, that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so, what else do we have here? With that, that's. Um, is there anything else we have to? Well, I guess. I guess um, when we're talking about talk. downsizing, um, the other factors that I effectively downsized in my life at that time were I realized because I needed to, you know, get my career started again. Um, really, I wasn't going to be able to manage the garden, mm. and I wasn't going to be able to manage the fruit orchard and the permaculture garden so I think part of it is identifying which things are really critical in your life when you have to go through these things um you know and which things you know are negotiable and you know I kind of thought look as much as I love all of that stuff the garden will continue like in in years to come and now I've got more time you know um and more assets I can pay people to come in and look after these mm. things but 
you know, you don't have to lose them. They're there in the back burner. And, um, you know, a garden might get a little taken over with weeds and all that sort of thing, but I think giving you, cutting yourself a little bit of slack at those times is not a bad way to go. So, you know, in my case, I just let the permaculture garden go. I just let it go with weeds. I just let that's fine. Um, the orchard, you know, the bugs get into the fruit and basically the fruit is rotting. Um, but you know, it's, it's like, okay, that's, that's just where that is. It doesn't mean they're dead. Yeah. They'll yeah, be there exactly. for me later when I have time. Yeah, yeah. But by staying on the property, I've actually been able to keep those things that are important mm, to me and, mm. um, they'll be there when I'm ready to reignite that, you mm, know, that part of my life. Yeah. Um, and even we- if it comes to the point of the pool being too much, it's sort of like, well, you know, you can always empty it. You know, there are things that you can do with your mm, place. Mm. That to me don't mean necessarily you have to get mm, rid of them. Mm. You can kind of downsize it, you know, temporarily in that way, mm. um, and still have it there for you when you're ready to get going with it again. Mm. Now I know what I wanted to talk about as well. Like with the the, the tens that came into Granny Flat, did you also find that you made new friends? Oh, or it's like it was a be a whole new experience actually. Then. Oh yes, in more ways than one, and that's probably a story for another time. <laughs> Uh, but yes, definitely. And, um, and yeah, I mean, absolutely. I've had, um, three or four tenants in there. They've all stayed for quite a long time. Uh, or well, one didn't hear. We called him the ghost. He was fantastic. We never heard him. And saw we him. never saw him. Uh, but unfortunately, he was transferred away very quickly. But, um, yeah. but yes. And in fact, the person that's moving back into the flat, is in fact a person who rented the house, the whole house from me while I, um, while I went overseas for years. So, oh, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So people do fall it, in love. And that's the other thing as well, I think, about the whole, um, topic of embracing the change and starting something new with the downsizing, whatever you do, if you move to a smaller space or what you did, you divide your, your property, there's always something you, you discover something new and might be a chance to get new friends. And I mean, in your case, you had the help on the property. People help you. Were they allowed to use your swimming pool as well? Or is that? Oh, no, look, I kept that. No, I kept that because I thought, look, for us, there were certain things that we felt, you know, it was, it was me and Mm. my two children and, um, the property was, is very important and, mm. and part of it is the privacy. Yeah. Um, and no, we kept, we, that, there were certain spaces that we just, we, we kept the granny flat to its level yeah. and the yard oh. around that mm. and it's at the upper side yeah. of the property. So, yeah. Um, yeah. No, not just, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 that was, that, that was always sort of, I made it very clear actually when, when people would come, I actually drew a plan. And said, so, "This is the area that did. you know is, is <laughs> it's your area, your yeah. space. That's yeah, right. Exactly. And and nice That's of them fine, that they have yeah. a yard. They can have their dogs and all the dogs yeah. can blend together. And all I have to come and visit you once. It sounds really interesting. It is. It's great. It's very good. <laughs> Maybe that's also a story for a design magazine. <laughs> think about that. yes yes it actually has been featured in all right over time. Yeah. yeah see yeah that's great yeah all right um that was um, interesting thank you for sharing that and i think we will have we will find some topics to talk about in the future podcast there's like for example the garden one could be an interesting topic you know to we had um i did a podcast last year about um, how to set up a, a garden on a balcony in an apartment or in a smaller courtyard thing but that whole issue of downsizing or moving a garden and that's maybe we take that for um another episode in mm. the future mm-hmm. all right um 
So, yeah, before I um, wrap this one up, I just wanted to um, ask a favor. If, if you as listener find uh, that content valuable, please do us a favor and leave a rating or a review on iTunes. That would be um, really great and is much appreciated. You have to go to iTunes and you will see there is a review button and a rating button, so you just click on it and um, can leave a comment what you think about it. That would be great, which because it helps to promote the show. And the other thing, um, I am having another workshop, uh, Downsizing 101, coming up end of February in um, Castle Hill on the 27th. So if anyone is uh, ready to get started and uh, to learn about decluttering, storage, uh, space planning and how to start a mood board, which you can replicate for other rooms later on, um, please go to um, the Downsize with Style website, which is www.downsizewithstyle.com. There you will find a tab workshop, Downsizing 101, and all the necessary information to book um your seat. Um, it's a, it's a three hour workshop, interactive learning session, and you will have the chance to get questions answered and connect with other people. And you can stay connected in a Facebook group afterwards. I would love to see you there. So please visit the website or email me if you have any questions. Uh, yeah, thank you to all the listeners from all around the world. I'm very proud of that. <laughs> and um, have a great week and we'll speak soon. Bye. Oh, th goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Cheers. Bye.